shit, what is this? Daft Punk? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? This is mental. It's weird. <laughs> it's someone... It's, it sounds believe, like you're... It's, it's, it sounds like you're an auto-tune. That's what you sound like the whole time, Shafi. So whatever. Um, can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah. I think that's a bit clear, yeah. Yes, I can hear you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, should we go back to it then? What's up, everyone? I'm Shafi Malik, and you're listening to the Food Popcorn Podcast. Uh, joining me tonight is Andy Newland. West side, east side, coming at you. Dave McHugh. Watch your step, kid. Watch your step, kid. I step on the mat with a smoking Joel Freezer, the hell racer. And uh, joining us from the somewhat north of England, Kyle Hammond. McClunky. <laughs> The premise is simple. Uh, one of us picks a film that we know the others haven't seen. We all go and watch that film and we come here to discuss it. Just right off the bat, we are going to be going into spoilers. So we recommend you watch the film before you start listening to this. And uh, Shafi, I believe tonight is your movie choice. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very it's good. It's downhill from there. Yes, mate. I know you tell me about but I think we peaked already. Uh, so when we decided to do this podcast, I was excited because our group of friends were on a, a WhatsApp group. And what I do is I message, I just do random messages saying, oh, this film's on tonight. You guys should watch it. And I get really excited and I don't get any replies. Yeah. This was actually an opportunity for me to actually force my friends to watch films uh, that basically broadens their palette as far as like films are concerned and, you know, exposes you guys to films that you probably wouldn't have heard of or, you know, wouldn't have thought given uh, a second look at. So when I... Mm, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, know, thank yeah. you for enlightening me so much. Oh, man, we were just... Oh, good. Oh, I'll send you a check. I'll send you a check. Oh, oh, all we do is watch Western I'm films. glad you guys... I'm, I'm, I'm oh, glad you guys are uh, great. I'm probably the only person on on this thread that's been to Kerala. This is outrageous. Exactly. I went to Did you watch any once. films while you were there? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Started, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, one, two, and three. I don't think there are any sequels to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The thing is, I knew that the first choice I wanted to do would be South Asian cinema, because, and it's not just sort of within our group, but I think that as far as like Western uh, like media is concerned, uh, they sort of ignore South Asian cinema, unless you're, it's actually a, like a British Asian publication. I think yeah, a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of these critics would sort of jump at the new exciting South Korean film and don't get me wrong, you know, I, some of my favourite films are South Korean, but uh, I feel like a lot of... Ind- India's got a huge population uh, and, you know, it makes up a large percentage of the world population, but somehow, you know, we sort of ignore all the stuff that goes on in pop culture as far as uh, India is concerned. So 
I thought well, I'll choose something from South Asia. And I'm strictly saying South Asia and not Bollywood because, and you know, because there are kind of different types of different types of cinema within India. And you know, the, the film that we that we've chosen today is, I guess, what you'd call Mollywood, not 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 Bollywood, because it's from South India. So, the film that I chose for this week's episode is Jalakatu. What's Mollywood? So Mollywood is basically it's from a a region in in India, which is um, mainly based in Kerala, and it's uh, they speak the language of Malayalam. Yeah, so that that's basically the the little sort of uh, niche, you know, part of cinema, you know, as far as India is concerned. Yeah, so that's why I chose this film, uh, Jalakatu. Andy, what are your impressions of this film? Would you like to recap what you saw? This is one of the best films I've ever seen. So really, basically, if anybody tells you that this is a film about a cow that goes on a rampage through a village and they try and catch it, you're dealing with a moron. This film is the greatest film. It basically, I'm not even going to speak like too long about it because the words that will come out of my mouth will just damage this film because I'm so incompetent. But this is a film about humanity and man's spiraling into into chaos i love this film i've actually been to kerala and i actually felt at one point i was part of this chaotic crowd and i'll let i'll let the other guys do a a lot of the talking but the the visuals in this film were insane like it's unbelievable this film it is so good so on the surface level basically there's this butcher in this kerala village um, and him and this dude, Anthony, they they slaughter like buffaloes every day. And they, you know, in, in these little villages, food's obviously a massively important part of the day. Uh, anyway, this um, this buffalo like escapes. And then um, a lot of the film is just about them trying to catch catch the buffalo. And the buffalo causes chaos. Like there's a there's a haystack fire. It gets into the bank and like kicks off. Um and the the town get more and more annoyed with the guy that owns the um the buffalo. There's lots of like sub stories going on as well. So there's like this wealthy guy that's um, having his um, daughter's wedding, and he obviously wants like you know really nice buffalo meat to like show off to the to the village. The the woman who's getting married doesn't doesn't want to get married, so she's like you know being a bit naughty and trying to meet this guy on like a one two five Honda CBR and escape. Um, the um. <laughs> As as the film goes on, there's this guy called Kutachan who um, da, 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 da. Yeah, he's got like this group of like this little fan base. And he um he's he basically is brought in because he's like he's got a gun and he's a poacher and it it kind of becomes clear that there's some beef between that's my mm-hmm. just check out how funny that joke is. Very good pun there. Very... Him, him and the buffalo uh, <laughs> owner and um but basically, forget about everything I've said because this is a work of genius. It is about the fact that when you take away, you know, every, everything's great in humanity on the surface, but you start taking, like, peeling back a few layers, getting rid of, like, oh my God, we haven't got food and all the rest of it. And then man's, man's ego. And as the film goes on, like, it's just, you know, the men are beating the women, they're sexually perverse, they're looking through the windows, they're chasing the buffalo. And then, Every man wants their bit of um, of the pie, and like it gets to the point where like the ending is insane. It's like 
every man just wants to be the guy, the big guy, the big alpha male. And like at one point they could have killed this buffalo. It was down a well and like I think it's Varky or whatever, or one of the guys, Anthony or whatever, wants to kill the buffalo. And, uh, Anthony. Uh, uh, yeah, Anthony. And then like Kutagen's like, oh, I can just shoot it now. And then like the other guy's like, no, 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 no. So like humanity, they get together, they're so smart, they build a platform, they raise it up, everything's cool. But then they cock it up. Humanity's a bunch of bloody idiots. And then the ball goes on a rampage again. Um, some dude like dies as a result. And then uh, like, I can't wait to hear your guys talk about it. The, the, the chase scenes in this film, is it like how one leaf didn't like just go on the camera at one point or whatever. It was insane. I felt like I was on a roller coaster. It is exactly like India is. It's hot, it's sweaty, it's noisy, yeah. it's chaotic. It is unbelievably good. It's just a very, very smart piece of cinema. Do you have a favourite part of the film, a favourite scene or a favourite section, etc.? Yeah, I quite like the sort of cowboy-esque bit where the guy's walking up the steep hill with like a popcorn cart or something and they're waiting <laughs> and everyone's like, where's the ball? And then out of nowhere, like the ball's there and then they're in the bank and this this guy's like, like <laughs> get, I'm the only guy that can save you, get rid of my mortgage. And it's just, it's just so, clever, so clever. Like none of the nonsense that we like get involved in on day to day actually matter. Um, but mainly for me, it was the underlying story and the way this movie is shot. It was, it was a joy, but uh, it, it is very, at some point, I had to stop the film at one point because I was quite, it's quite tiring watching this film because it's, so, it is like India. Like, I remember when I went to India, I had to leave at one point and go to Nepal just for a bit of a rest because it's so mm-hmm. colourful and it's so vibrant and you just, it's just constant. The, like your senses are just at max all the time. The atmosphere is very dog eat dog, isn't it? Oh my God, it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm just talking about generally in India. I mean, this is my experience of being in Bangladesh. Is you know, it you, I, when I first went, when I was about seven, well, I was born there, but when I went back, I was around about seven years old, I think. And um, I actually distinctly remember sort of just stepping out of the airport, being raised up in Jersey for seven years, and then stepping out of the airport in Bangladesh, and you got a mob of of yeah. uh, of, of beggars like trying to sort of like you know grab your shit and yeah so yeah and it's it's pretty full-on if you're sort of living in a in a busy city like that it's honestly it's incredible it was an absolute joy to watch and yeah i agree with everything you've said and uh, as i say there's there's so much to this and the ending where you know they're just a huge writhing mass of human bodies and then it like tracks back to like the prehistoric men it's like fucking hell have we even changed that much like strip away the suits take away a bit of structure take away the food and we're, it's like joker you know the whole fuck killing us and all that it's just it's just wonderful so i'm um, very much looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say about it but I, I i am i'm literally thinking god almighty this might be a nine or a 10 out of 10 this film for me and i know we don't give scores but on this one i just have to convey how amazing it is uh, yeah, so Kyle, what's your sort of assessment? I mean, do you sort of agree with, with Andy or...? I was going to say it till the end, right? But yeah, this film, um, we talked about last week about films that when you read more about it, you enjoyed more. This is one of them, definitely. I mean, yeah. I, watching it, I did enjoy you it. I thought, yeah, that's a good film. What kind of annoyed me was similar to last week. you got all, this, all these characters... And you just seen snippets yeah. of their life, but you don't know anything about them. You don't know what the fuck's going on. And like a lot of them, even like Courier Chan, the rich guy, Mr. Brandy, who's drinking brandy for breakfast. Yeah. One of my yeah. favorite <laughs> scenes is where he's just for 20 minutes, he's just talking about food, talking about, 
oh, you know, <laughs> put the beef in the coconut milk and thought, oh, that's brilliant. But then his story kind of ended with him being stripped and dressed as a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this story was going to go somewhere. <laughs> so, that's where it was going. <laughs> yeah. It was a bit like Buckaroo Banzai because you had all this like backstory that didn't really go anywhere and you weren't sure what was going on. So my yep. assessment of this film is Buffalo Bonsai. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yes, mate. Yes, mate. I do agree with you, Kyle, in the fact that um that yeah, you're you're sort of put into these sort of rooms with these people and you're sort of put in the middle of it and you don't really know sort of the beginning and the end. And uh, and they're sort of the the film sort of like just kind of peppered with these like vignettes of yes. you know these different characters in in this village, which is what Baku Bonsai was as well. Yeah, this film really isn't about plot. It's really about just the experience of being in that village. You know, it's not yeah. well said. D- Dave, I think Dave and I have sort of kind of had these sort of conversations where, you know, he he would you know come to me going well. Actually, I think we had a kind of quite recent conversation about um, boyhood uh, and the fact that, you know, you, you don't really sort of see what all the fuss is about that, of that film. And I, I think it's less, it's got less to do with a, a screenplay, but it's more got to do with the experience of, of, of what the film's trying to capture. And, uh, and I definitely think it's 100% for this as well. It's really being about sort of being dropped in the middle of this village and um, and then sort of being an observer of all the chaos that that goes on. You don't spend long enough with with each character to sort of have an understanding. It's sort of just like, you know, you you're you're sort of dropped in and then pulled pulled back out. So you're going, all right, back back to the buffalo and yeah. Something I read, which I'll steal for this, and I can't remember who it was. Um, they said that it's better that you don't know about the the background of everyone because ultimately. The less you know, it kind of more leads to the the tribe mentality or the horde mentality. Yeah, yeah. Which is what the film is basically just people going fucking ape shit and regressing <laughs> to Neanderthals, whatever. Yes, Carl. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's it, the film is about herd mentality. Dave, you've probably seen this most recently out of everyone. You watched it today, right? Yeah, man. Uh, so, are you uh, like how how are your feelings about the film like after it? finished or as it's is it still sort of stuck with you or i think you can enjoy this as a film about people chasing a buffalo i think that's fine if you want to watch it on that level it's still very yeah. enjoyable and has these wonderful comic moments because of the buffalo i agree with you in the fact that the film feels most alive when it's about the buffalo when when they, you're seeing those sort of crazy chase scenes you know i think i think for your you sort of your you, you get kind of woken up at, at those points when they, yeah. when they are chasing them after the buffalo. I just thought the film looked beautiful and I, I really enjoyed it. Well, maybe later I'll, I'll lean towards Kyle on some things because there were some things that I might have just missed with the flashbacks and stuff. But I just really enjoyed it on the level. And I thought it looked, it just looked so good with the lights and stuff. And, you know, that, that shot from down in the well and stuff, it's just, it just looks beautiful from start to finish. So I really, I really enjoyed it. I just enjoyed watching this film, The Ride. I was riding on that buffalo for an hour and a half, and it was brilliant on that level. This is probably a good point to talk about the cinematography, actually, because it's it was just beautiful. Amazing, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Samsung yeah. 60-inch TVs, QLED. Girish mm. Gangadaran, <laughs> I think is the name. The bull down the well, and there's all the lights above them. Yeah, yeah. it's incredible. It's like, yeah. 
Yeah, it's amazing. The vision of like a halo around the bull. I know in some Indian religions, the bull is a deity, isn't it? Although yeah, yeah. These, these, these guys are all meant to be uh, Christian. They're all Christian. Yeah, they're yeah. all Christian. Yeah, yeah. There's also one where they're all lighting their fires, lighting their sticks on the fire. It's like an eye of sun. One, one of the most stunning shots is when they're running along that bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Or down the hill. You see thousands of lights running down the hill. Just yeah, 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 yeah. Any other sort of shots that sort of really stick in your mind? I mean, there was lots of long, long shots, wasn't there? One take. Yeah. or whatever you call them, yeah. It was the World War Z fucking pile-up at the end. Hmm. Oh, my God, that was amazing. That's such a stunning image, right? Well, just like handle of his... Do you remember that Guinness advert? Yes. Yeah, that's what it made me think. It made me think about that Jonathan Glazer Guinness advert where they're trying to all scramble to yeah. look through that hole at the top. It's, it's yeah. called The Dreamer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. You sort of jogged my memory there. Yeah. And just as he gets yeah. up to the top and it cuts off. God, those Guinness adverts were awesome back in the day. Yeah. So I think that's, you know, one of the great things about this film is that. Even the opening these... shot where they like, I think it was like, just saw the sun and it was like just panning down very, very slowly to the mountains and then like immersed you in the story. Yeah, that was such well, a great way to open the film. I was like, holy shit. You knew from that moment this is going to be something special. Yeah, man. Blade Runner-esque, but in the... Oh, country thought, oh, God. I cannot tell you how much I enjoyed this film. thing is that, that that's in... That part... That shot is in silence, right? Where, like... Yeah. The the, the previous um, shots before that are, are these sort... These really oh, cool... They're, um, they're breathing these, these and opening really, up. And yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So, so I guess that 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 that, segs, that segues us to the sound design of the film. Um, like, Kyle, what, what are your sort of thoughts of the sound design. I know for me, it was. It's probably one of the the best sounding films I've seen in a while. Um, yeah, and it, it's yeah. adds the tension and the chaos. Better than Delicatessen. Oh, uh, oh, better than Delicatessen. Uh, well, I don't know. Delicatessen is really about. It makes a. It's almost like sound as a character in that film. Where, um, you know, this is really. I think. I, you know, for me sound in this film is um it's sort of like a um what's that what's that instrument you kyle that instrument where it sort of counts the beats before the metronome. kind of ways sorry yeah, yeah metronome. metronome yeah metronome yeah so that yeah. that um, opening that. feels like that opening feels like a, a metronome because <laughs> it you know you you because it sort of sets the sort of rhythm of the film but then the, the film get but as it so as the it's film that. progresses crazy i love it sorry uh, as the film progresses it the sort of rhythm gets more chaotic oh, and huge. crazy and it loses it yeah that opening scene reminded me where you've got like the things in time with the music or, or yeah. the music the sounds it's like baby driver was like that you know yeah. where you yeah. put the key in yeah holy rev the engine it's all in time to the music wasn't it yeah I want to watch this film right now whilst we're chatting about it. Hmm? I, I, how, do you, I'm guessing you only saw this once, right? Yeah, yeah. I think for me, the film actually works much better in the second viewing. Yeah. Because uh, I watched yeah. it. I watched it for the second time last night, um, and it, it it felt like a because you knew where it was going, and you weren't sort of as as shocked by the sort of chaos. Um, you know, you kind of just. 
you revel in the uh, the art. Oh God, I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching it the second time because I kind of I thought there was going to be a bit more to it in the sense of characters and stuff. So I was just kind of thinking. I, and at some points, I was a tiny bit confused with the flashbacks and stuff. I was like, "Wait, well, I'm glad that, you said is that, that. Is that the same guy? Is that him? Because yeah. he's like, bald and thinner." I, I didn't realize I'm watching the films that they they were actually flashbacks. That's probably yeah. bad bad on my point. But like when I read like the Wikipedia thing about the film afterwards, I was like, "Oh, that that whole sandalwood theft from the church was a flashback, and that was telling us about the rivalry between the two men." I didn't get yeah. that from the film at all. You should have noticed that was a flashback, but you should have noticed that was a flashback, yeah. Well, I got it. I just I didn't get it straight away. Probably like a minute. It took me a minute to realise. How did they make that clear that was a flashback? Because I... They look different. I certainly didn't get that. He's got less of a beard. The sudden cut. It didn't kind of make it obvious that it was a flashback. And I think it's, a you know, it, it, as, it's, as everyone sort of agrees, it takes us a, a while to figure out that it is actually a flashback because... There's no sort of um, uh, there, there's no obvious cut to show that I didn't. Yeah, there wasn't like a nod to me as a stupid viewer. The, oh, by the way, this is about that. Well, they usually change like the, the color scape, whatever, don't they? Yeah, I think that was obvious as a flashback for me. But my problem stemmed from I didn't realize it was that same character. Who was who? Yeah, um, yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. The sort of poacher guy, the because po he looked so different because he's bald poacher and show. fed when he's older. Yeah, right, right. And that's that's what threw me. I was like, wait. Is that the same character? But I knew, I don't know why, I just thought it must be a flashback because it would, just wouldn't make sense to suddenly be in this sort of calm situation. Mm. That guy that played Kutachan, Sabuman Abdusamad, that guy, he's, he, he's the best actor in the film for me. That guy could be right. a bad villain. He was just fucking crazy yeah. looking, wouldn't he? Like this guy, yeah. you know this guy's <laughs> like That guy could be in a Bond film, he could be in a Marvel film. Hollywood needs something like that. Well, the thing is, is that I think the whole cast is actually just local villagers. They didn't, they, they're not sort of working actors or anything. Wow. I thought the main cast were, but then every, the extras were all villagers because like Anthony and the others have all been in the uh, Lilo, Jose, Palisare. The, pre, the previous, yeah, yeah, the previous yeah. films, yeah. Yeah, possibly you're right, actually, but yeah. And there's even a, a, a character in the film called Bangladeshi Bai. Okay. There's a guy called Paul. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Um, I mean, Dave, is there any other? Are there any other sort of films that this reminds you of? Or no, not at all. Or do you think it's very unique in its? Uh... Yeah, like it reminds me slightly of Delicatessen, um, because of not because it's a butcher, but just I guess that opening scene and stuff. But technically, it's nothing like that film. So, does it remind me of any film I've ever seen? Uncle Boone, who can recall past lives? No. Um, no. I've never a lot of people have been comparing it to um, The Revenant. What? Oh, no way, man. No way. <laughs> the Revenant nah. is an amazing film, but it, you know, I think it, it sucks a little bit compared to this. It's oh, no, God, like, The Revenant is, is amazing. Like, don't get me wrong. I thoroughly enjoy that. The bear scenes is insane. The action. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> But compared to this, wow, no. Nah. The Revenant is like this in black and white. This film is, is more Evil Dead 2 than anything <laughs> I've ever seen. So the craziness, I've written this down, I'll, I'll try not to read it. Um, so what I've put in here is that 
the beginning shows them all eating the, the beef, doesn't it? They're all buying the beef and eating it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. So <laughs> my theory is that that meat is infected with a virus. And slowly, yes. at that time, as they're all drinking, or they're all drinking brandy, they all turn to fucking zombies. They're all zombies. Oh, that'd be amazing. I mean, that's what they're all playing wow. at the end, like World War Z. So it's a zombie movie. Evil Dead 2. Oh, wow. That's a very interesting take. And I, I'm looking forward to your 5,000 word essay on why uh, <laughs> Jalakaku is a, uh, is a zombie movie. I thought you were going to say it's like a fever dream. Honestly, I reckon we should all go to the sand dunes later and make that film. That would be amazing. <laughs> Get John Acorn and his dad involved. I think a Jersey cow. <laughs> Um, uh, Andy, do you kind of have yes. any sort of theories about what the film means and what, you know, I mean, you know, the ending, uh, even the sort of final shot or, you know, is there is there anything you think that you've deciphered from it? I mean, I'm not smart enough to articulate correctly what the director probably was trying to do, but my my view is it was just going deep deep into the, the the flaws of humanity, the root evils of men. Because that yeah. last scene, like, they were stabbing the buffalo, stabbing each other. Like, every man was out for glory. Everybody wanted to be the alpha male. People slapping their wives. People drinking brandy for breakfast. Setting yeah. the police car on fire. Like, law and everything. Humanity was just absolutely stripped down. Um, and not obviously, humanity, when you went men. back into... It's an attack of men. Men, it's I should say. Yeah, sorry, yeah. men absolutely yeah. men um we're still animals it was like yeah and like the bit where they were talking about yeah like you know all the guys were trying to claim that their family had started cultivating the jungle and had made it a habitable place but at the end of the day it still belonged to the beasts and you know at the end of the day the men were still beasts they hadn't really progressed from neanderthals or prehistoric man or whatever but um i think for me that that was it it was just um at, at the heart of men, there is a there is basically a little bit of evil that that never leaves, and it doesn't take very long for that to come to the surface. Uh, oh God, it was awesome. Maybe that's a load of nonsense. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. But um, it's interesting you sort of um, talk about humanity. Well, actually, Dave, you've you got a point. Uh, well, I don't know. Sorry, I, I was just going to say there's like quite a nice scene where the the ladies are cooking. And that guy, sort of, they're just having a bit of a, it's a bit stereotypical because they're sort of gossiping about another girl, aren't they? And that guy comes down and he sort of shouts to them and says, there's a buffalo on the loose, you shouldn't just be kicking outside. And they're just kind of like, I'll get lost, shut up. And it's just brilliant. Yeah. The girls are just <laughs> yeah. so cool. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's yeah. lovely. I really like that scene. Because again, for me, I can just watch this film as a chase film. And it's just so funny, that scene. Again, you could go deep and say, it's, look how women are just so much cooler and they assess the situation and stuff. But Ultimately, I just found that quite funny. They're just like, oh, chill out, mate. It's just one buffalo. We, we're just going to carry on cooking. Yeah, the women are the voice of reason, really. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they don't get caught up in the fr frenzy of yeah. it. Yeah. They're just going to yeah. go. They're just going to keep cooking and having a gossip. So it's quite yeah. stereotypical again. But, you know, it's fun if you're making fun of each, both sexes again. Teased a bit in that scene. But ultimately, the women look a lot cooler. And I, I just really, I love that scene. It was just funny as well. They're just like, he's like all flustered and feels that he can boss them around because he's the man and they're just like go go away <laughs> it's just brilliant i thought i love that little little snippet which didn't even need to be in the film but it's beautiful i, I want to talk about the yeah i was going to say the, the kind of the women are the voice of reason in this film aren't they uh, 
Yeah, man. But yeah. like, Anthony's wife is just like, God, you know, be safe, whatever. And then that other woman is just like, I want to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't know. Is it his wife? I didn't think it was his wife. Yeah, his Sophia wife, yeah. is his wife, yeah. And she was, you know, obviously initially with the other guy. Even though that was quite subtle in that flashback. They're both chasing her at the time. Yeah, yeah. That's a fucking dick move, man, to get him arrested. To, to I know. Yeah. Double whammy. When I was, that was another thing. With, I knew it was a flashback straight away, but again, I wasn't fully aware of what was going on. I was like, ah, I see. And then he's what just was like... was the second flashback? Pissed off. Well, that was the second flashback. The first flashback is when he gets arrested. So they, it's sort of... Yes, yes. They right. show it. Yeah. Technically, you'd say that they're, the so flashback is in the wrong order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But technically a flashback, which might, which you can go in any direction, can't you? There's no set way to show a flashback in some ways. Should you go from the first, which way is best, you know? I love their yeah. fight scene as well in the jungle. It's great. Yeah, it was mental, wasn't it? It was almost like... Um, Black Panther? Fucking hell. No, the... Um, <laughs> Ford versus Fry? The Vietnam film with Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Hot shots? <laughs> Charlie Terminal Sheen Velocity. Oh, Vietnam platoon. Film. Platoon. Platoon, yeah. Platoon. Yeah. <laughs> I know, mate. I know, sorry. Why does it remind you uh, of that? I don't know. Just like the same kind of sinister, like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, it's a good, good fight. There, are, there, are some, there were some long shots in there. Where the um, fuck did he get the knife from, though? I didn't get that. Did he pull it out of the book? Mm, he he basically says, he says to, to grab its legs, doesn't he? He, yeah. he asked. He asked him to grab. He asked Anthony to grab its legs, and then Anthony just stabs him instead. Yeah. Again, um, they had an opportunity to collectively come together. Yeah. And he choose another path. I was, I was trying to remember that Joker quote from um, from Batman, and I think it's when he goes, um, where, where he's like talking about their morals, their code. It's a bad joke dropped at the first sign of trouble. They're only as good as the world allows them to be. I'll show you. When the chips are down, these civilized people they'll eat each other. That's I kept thinking about that yeah. line from Batman well, at the end of this film. It, it's interesting you you sort of, if to, for me to sort of uh, follow on from that point because you're sort of talking about you use the word civilized and you're talking about humanity before because I've come across this uh, this review by um, Sudish Payanur Payanur and um, I love how much we're struggling with all these. Names I know. Brilliant. Can I just point out, Shafi hasn't lived in Bangladesh for about two, three yeah, decades. Yeah, I haven't. Well, the, that's not a Bangladeshi name, though. I just want to point out that Shafi is the whitest boy on this podcast as well. Despite <laughs> <laughs> being Bangladeshi heritage. Yeah. The lights are making me look white as well. So <laughs> yeah, You look like you're out of NSYNC tonight, Shafi. <laughs> I always just say, think how differently people pronounce things in England. You know, so many things are pronounced so differently all over the world. Just, <laughs> just do your best. Just do your best. <laughs> Just, just so, immediately apologise. Is Malayalam and Bengali got any similarities, Shafi? Or uh, no, it's more. It's it's more because when I was sort of Lizzo and I were watching it together, and we she instantly um, thought it was a Sri Lankan film um, because their the sound their their accent and their dialect sounds very similar to the Tamil language, um, okay. and they are they, those regions are very close to each other. So in a way, it's pretty far away from what a uh, what a Bengali uh, sounding person would be. Okay. Um, and how did you find this film? That's what we, I wanted to ask earlier. 
interesting it was well it, it was it was really just me at the moment i'm in a kick of just discovering south asian films and good ones as well and uh, that that's one of the ones that i've sort of discovered there's some really great bollywood films that are, that are found some real sort of cool martial arts films and um you know which i you know hopefully if we continue this podcast i can sort of um you know cho- choose them as, as my choice Sam. I'm sorry, I don't think you can always go Bollywood, man. I'm not going to go, I'm not going to keep, you know, my choice isn't each time going to be South Asian, but I'm saying that, you know, let's say um, kind of further along, if this goes into sort of years or whatever, then possibly I, I can select another. Um, We're doing this for South years. Oh. Yeah, we are going to be doing this for years. Um, we, pro- we probably don't need you, Dave. This, this all right. <laughs> Dave still still wouldn't have set up a router or Wi-Fi at that point. So yeah, so I can use my iPhone as my Wi-Fi router. Yeah, it's amazing, man. Like, oh my god, what's it called? Um, um, hotspot. Yeah, personal hotspot. Yeah. I mean, Kyle, I cannot, I cannot tell you what you've done for me. Yeah, I've told it's amazing. you technology that's 15 years old, mate. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Personal hotspot is like well new. It's incredible. So I can. I Dave, can I'm going to show you this thing called a scooter that you can get a license <laughs> for. So you don't have to get the bus for the rest of your life. <laughs> Fucking insane, mate. It's a mobile transportation device just for two people. Like, I was running Browns and we turned off his Wi Fi. Then we logged on oh, yeah. to his telly using the Wi Fi of Dave's iPhone. And then I was able to screen share what was on my iPhone to his TV. And even Bratton was quite impressed with me. He was like, fucking hell, Dave, I'm impressed that you've been able to do that. And, you know, so I'm hoping that when I get this new telly, I'll be able to use my phone as the Wi-Fi source, then maybe use my iPad to screen mirror onto the telly. What was the name of the porn that you're watching? (laughs) <laughs> uh, it was a Bollywood porn so you'll, you'd enjoy it <laughs> Buffalo Bonsai wasn't exactly sure what their accents were or how to pronounce the actors' names right. but it was still right. no need to get racist mate um, <laughs> so I like sorry, can, like I just, Smith. can I just sort of uh, to look at this sort of theory that this reviewer uh, just said so um, are you sure you don't want to talk said... about Dave's technology problems anymore because maybe our <laughs> listeners might want to hear about an hour of that <laughs> yeah uh, well done for calling listeners not viewers this week well done Andy. yeah i know thanks i'm getting there <laughs> can i just talk can i just talk to you about this review because it sort of breaks down yeah, what, yeah. what the film is about so in a way it uh that what it's what what the theory is is that the, this film is about this buffalo's presence breaking down civilization so what is what is civilization's first uh discovery Wow. What? Yeah. So the first thing you see after the ball's been uh, released is fire, right? Yeah. How does so it see the fire? That's so, <laughs> so, well, that's the thing. They say I, I don't it know whether the, ball, it, the buff, buffalo caused caused what, the fire what, or because they, they said miles now. or they said no. They said that um, fire attracts uh, the buffalo. So I think maybe they started it in order to um, in order wow. to attract the buffalo. No, you see the buffalo jump over a fire, don't you? And the fire spreads. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so yeah. And then what would you say is uh, civilization's next just kind of a uh, uh, state oh, like tools? Yeah, possibly. How would you think people would feed themselves? 
hunting. Are you saying agriculture? Agriculture. Oh, agriculture. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. So basically, that. So the the next thing you see is the buffalo in the the plantation, right? Yeah. So it's sort of causing havoc in the plant. Gitty Paul goes to the council. Is like, oh, this bull has fucked up my farm. <laughs> and yeah, I loved yeah. him. It was great. Let the beast run. When he starts swearing, you, you hear that song burst, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that big brother. So then what would you say? So, yeah, you said that um, tools would be the next um, would be the next kind of point in civilization. So I guess we, when you see the, the cart that's being um, carried by wheels, so yeah. like wheels and mechanics is, is the next point in sort of civilization. Uh, wow. And then you see the and then you see the bull being loose in a bank, and right. that's the next point where kind of the the immersion of of like of of finance and usury in in civilization, yeah. um, and then at, towards the end you see it kind of a uh, mess with a like a political party post as well. So yeah, that, no that's when kind of there. yeah 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 yeah. So the, what's so, that? Um, what's that bit? It knocks over a flagpole with communist flagpole. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, in a way, it's just sort of showing that this, um, and that, you know, and that at the end, where that final shot where you see the caveman. So it's it's all sort of coming full circle about how this sort of presence of this of this uh, buffalo is sort of breaking down civilization, um, right? Very, from, very from easily. That's amazing. I didn't like that. Caveman shot. I didn't think it was needed. I didn't think that caveman shot was needed either. Yeah, I, I agree with that. That spoon feeding a bit too much. Yeah, a bit on the nose. Yeah. Yeah. Who yeah. wrote that, Shafi? I think we should um, we should give him credit. Oh, assuming it's he. God, Carl, you're as bad as these villagers. They. But it was a girl. <laughs> but it's a girl. I want it to be a girl. Just say it's a girl. It's Sudish Pioneer. Yeah, that's the girl's name. Sudish. Is that a girl's name? Uh, that's, that's one of the coolest reviews I've heard in a long time. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, it's a boy, it's a man. I'll tell you what was, was awesome was when it started raining. Just that, that bit where the buffalo like escaped and then the man died and then it started raining and everything was chaos and it's like, there was like yeah, that was no... Oh, it was so good and like just mud and earth and just... Oh, I cannot get over how good that that step up change in the film is, where it's just black and the moon's out and the fire. It's honestly, guys out there in in the world, if you haven't seen this film, stop what you're doing and go and see this. Like, yeah. oh, it's on 100%, Amazon. It's free. Hundred percent. Go and watch this. You won't see any other film like it. But well yeah. seen, you know it's going to go tits up. Don't you? you just <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know how they do it. it must be the sound. Like it's like. It... A nervous kind of sound, but just yeah, guys building all this shit. You're like, first of all, how the fuck do they know how to do this? Do they do this every week? But then I was mm -hmm. like, no, this, this is going to go tits up. How did they get the ball uh, to the buffalo to stand in the tires? That's what I wanted to know. That's how they got it to know that it had four tires. Yeah, they did gloss over that quite because that is very, you try and get a buffalo to put its four legs through tires. Like, I reckon you might be there. <laughs> by one person. Two. By just by, by one well. person. 
Like maybe Mark Hamlin might manage that, but nobody else. <laughs> Do you know what it does? If thinking of a film that it does remind me of, which doesn't really make sense, is Mother. I don't know, just because it's crazy. But yeah, that's, the, that's, that, that's a real I've, push. I've seen, I've seen someone compare it to that film as well. Wow. Crazy. I guess, but only because it's just the craziness of these sort of, it's just wild. I've never seen anything like that in a film. Like a, it feels just like a real McCoy riot, maybe in Quadrophenia on the beach, like where it just, it's just carnage. But yeah. So I, yeah. I watched half the film, well, I watched the first hour um in the day and then i finished it at night and laura came in right at the end where like the mountain of people have come together and she's just like fuck is this <laughs> she's <was> like <laughs> bewildered bewildered like what the fuck is going on <laughs> when andy saw her i said i messaged him saying did you watch it with jen and then she, then andy replied no because she would have thought you're fucking mental <laughs> 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 can i just go back to um the sound for a bit um yeah i'd tell you the, the sound that one of the, the sounds that really sort of stuck in my head was actually that final scene because when they're piling on top of each other it's like like slabs of meat so it, yeah. it feel it kind of it makes it feel more uncomfortable what what's actually happening in front of your your eyes because it's just you just you're just sort of uh uh, it just if it just sounds unsettling what, what's happening. And I hope the film opens with like sharpening the sharpening the knife and chopping the yeah. meat. Hit a... Yeah. Honestly, it was like a vision of hell that scene. Like Dante, it was that yeah. is my worst nightmare. Like yeah, man. submerged bodies everywhere. Oh, yeah. just dreadful. So, did you guys know that this was India's submission for the Oscars this year, but it didn't get nominated? That's ridiculous. That's outrageous. Yeah. Yeah, I did read that. So every country that's outside America submits a film for best international film. Mm-hmm. And obviously only the top six or whatever get chosen, but this wasn't amongst the top six. Why did they have to wait two years? So it was, it, it was, uh, it only sort of did the festival circuit uh, uh, at the end of, at the end of 2019. So 2020 was sort of when it was really in like public public domain. Domain, I see. Yeah. And then of course the Oscars is like so early in the year. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, what what did win international picture? This year was another uh, another year, is it? What's it? The Danish film with Mads Mikkelsen. And another I think year. it did. I think another it's about drinking. So maybe it's another drink or something. Another yeah, it has the word another in, I know that. Um, Sounds like Dave's favourite film. But, uh, but the thing is, is that I think, I if, that. let's say, great. let's say if there was a lot of campaigning behind it, I think I think it would sort of, um, it would give Sound of Metal a uh, some competition regarding winning that Oscar, which Sound of Metal did win it, and uh, that the sound design in that film was amazing as well, so... Well, I did want to ask Shafi a cultural question. Sorry, mate. You might not know. You might not know the answer to, but they wear towels around their waist, don't they? Now they just used to be like fucking. They'll run like twenty meters, then stop, tie the fucking towel because it's coming down, and then they'll run again. I'm sure that the sound designer even did a sound fucking that tying. What are these towels? I don't know what what they are. So they. I even, they, I even watched the trailer for um, the guy's other film, Amal- Amalgam Diaries, which is on um, Netflix. 
there's a guy running down the street and he stops to tie his fucking towel and then runs again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that on Netflix, is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are some really good uh, South Asian films in, in on Netflix. Uh, in the previous property that I was living in, uh, which had a Netflix account, we, um, yeah, I, I was sort of... I just, listeners, just want to point out that Shafi is the head of Jersey Tax. <laughs> he is too tight to pay for Netflix. Hold up. <laughs> I feel like I'm being stitched up here. What's going on? Um so I will I will actually subscribe back to Netflix to watch that new Zack Snyder film. So it looks really good. Uh, I mean, to be honest, those are, in our culture, we call them um, longies. Um, but uh, I guess the 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 Western um, way to the term term of it is called a a sarong. I think there was a big outrage when um, David Beckham uh, appeared on the red carpet <laughs> with a with a sarong. Um, Who's no, oh my God, he's wearing a skirt. Um, so shuffle with these up-to-date uh, references from twenty years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't, I, I can't really say much about why they kept on tying them up again. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah it's, 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 they just look like towel. No, they call So when I lived in India in, in the Uttar Pradesh region, the guy like the guy that I lived with was a guy called Magabushman. And he he basically <laughs> Mega Mega Bushman. Mega What's Bushman. the point? Yeah, Mega Bushman, yeah. The final <laughs> the final boss on Mega Man 3. You, know, like, you have to like trim him and turn him <laughs> to win the fucking prize. You should do some manscaping. It's got to, got to trim these balls these days, man. The modern man. What, they got, that's so great. He was a, he was a great, great man. I've just got, I've just got an image of I've just got Very an image balls. of Mega Man getting to the final level when there's a <laughs> with a giant panani, <laughs> a gigantic. You have to man whip mark. him to death with a sarong. <laughs> <laughs> my bestie, my old bestie <laughs> with his big fairy balls. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Andy. Sorry to cut you off. Go on, go, go ahead. So. He he, because oh, I I had to wear those. I had a white one that I used to wear to school, and it was it was just because of the heat. It was, that was purely yeah. it. It was, it was too hot for trousers, so you just wear that. Dad used to wear one in around the house. Uh, yeah, he would just basically he would finish up from work, you know, get dressed to put this image in your head, and he would yeah. uh, and he would get dressed in his uh in his long gear and then just chill yeah, out in front quality. of the TV. I I love. I've still got mine. Take notes, mate. Take notes. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't mean you go to your kitchen and put on a tea towel over day. There's a proper. <laughs> well, to be honest, that, that's the, that's big enough to cover it. So, yeah. <laughs> Shafi, could you send me a how-to guide? Because working from home, mate, I just rock that all day. It sounds, it sounds amazing. <laughs> on Zoom meetings. <laughs> nah, because like I'm sure at one point one of the guys was shined somebody. There is definitely a scene where he sort of shines the guy. He kind of lifts it up like a kind of kilt, reverse moon that shines. I think you're. I think you were cutting it in between your your other films as well. And it's kicking off with that sort of gang that's never really explained. It's like I'm sure oh, he yeah. shine. He shines one of them. He, he shines. He sort of lifts it up. I think a cheeky shiny. What I like that gang have, by the way, just drinking and smoking and setting off smoke bombs. Yeah. 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 Just like us before region. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anything else you want to sort of say about the film before we go to our one-word reactions? 
I guess we should say like Jalakatu is the the film title is called that because of an event that takes place. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, so it's about capturing the sport where they capture a ball, right? Yeah, because it's yeah. a literal translation, isn't it? That, that is yeah. literally capture the ball. Yeah. They try and grab the large hump on its back and hold on whilst it attempts to escape us. Yeah, because I was so, I was sort of thinking of Spain and stuff whilst I was watching it at times. I was like, I'm going to do dressed up one. in your matador costume, were you? <laughs> yes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> drinking your soul. <laughs> let's uh, let's give our one-word reactions to this film. Um, let's start with you, Andy. Wow, uh, my one 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 word is alive. Alive. And Kyle, what's your one word reaction to this film? Zombies. I'm looking forward to those minute review. <laughs> Dave, Zombies. your one word reaction. One word. One word. Why does it have to be one word? Oh, oh God, I literally don't want to be your friend anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, one word, yeah. Let me think. Yeah. Let me think. Let me think. It's just a great film. It's just so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so good. I really enjoy it. So, just, you know, oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> unique. I'm going to go with unique. Oh, wow. Right. That's lovely, Dave. <laughs> I thought you were going to say brandy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and my word will be chaos. So, right now, it's come to the point, the point I'm very excited about is uh, yeah. Andy, it is your choice for the next episode. I am dying to know what this, what this film's going to be. At, at the beginning of this podcast, Shafi mentioned that he was trying to get us to watch things uh, outside of things that we would normally watch. And when you said that, I thought, wow, okay, I'm going to take a gamble and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and get you guys to watch uh, a film. So I double-checked Drum with Shafi, who, who has become the group leader. And he said that we can we can we can ask each other to watch documentary films. So I'm gonna just take a punt on this. And then next week, or whenever we next meet, if you think I'm the biggest knobhead in the world, I will never ever and I'll just choose an Avengers movie every single week just for <laughs> safety. Seen but, um I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to watch the seven best. British documentary of all time, and it's called TT Closer to the Edge. Oh, nice! Oh, nice, I know nice. about this film. I know about this film. on the um, on the on the uh, poster. It basically the the like strap line is just because you're breathing doesn't mean you're alive. Hmm? I cannot tell you how excited I am to hear your views on this. Yeah, no, I've like wanted to, to kill himself. So I'm is sorry this about Max TT? Yeah, so it's about the TT race. And what I would say is I watched this um, a couple of days ago on Sky, but it was actually the 3D version, but it, it's not in 3 You don't have to watch it in 3 I didn't. I was going to ask 3D. about that because I'm pretty – I remember yeah. it being advertised as a 3D film. I was going to ask yeah, well, you, I do we have to wear 3D to glasses for it? <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my film choice. T, 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 it's called TT3D, Closer to the Edge, but obviously I didn't watch it in, in 3D. I'd rather I'd rather just watch the normal version without the 3D. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to suggest because I've I've watched it, but um, 
yeah honestly guys okay. it's um don't don't tell us anything more don't tell us anything more about the film okay i promise you i won't ev- not every four weeks is going to be me choosing something car related <laughs> or bike related <laughs> uh, and then Shafi chooses another indian film and then dave chooses <laughs> the most raw film from the 80s ever oh, fuck yeah and then kyle chooses ghostbusters a or whatever <laughs> fuck isn't it I'm waiting for Andy to choose Herbie Goes Bananas, man. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> Great film, man. I don't care what anyone says. That is brilliant. I've actually, I've actually found a film that's kind of about racing that I'd, I'd want to sort of have as one of my choices. In. Disney Cars, is it? Pixar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really good. Cars 2, mate. Good. It's Cars 2. Do you remember Father Ted where Doug wants to watch Aliens? And it's like, you're going to be too scared to or you can't. It's like, no, come on, come on. And it's like, do you remember the film you got really scared of the other day? And he was like, oh, yeah, but come on, Dad. You know, a car with a mind of its own, going bananas. Come on, that's some scary <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember, my, fa- my favourite is when they're doing, when they're playing charades. And he says, and he says, Jaws. And then like, he, he says, and he just get, get, get it right. He, and, then, and then he actually t- tells the answer and it's Jaws, Jaws like 3D. <laughs> And he goes, I said Jaws. And he goes, no, it's, it's, he goes, he goes, it's the same film. He goes, no, it's a different film. It's a different shark. Father's <laughs> <laughs> head was just the nicest, nicest telly ever. That was amazing. Was so, and the way they would always introduce these different characters who were just hilarious in their own completely unique way. It, it's just, yeah. oh, it's just genius, Father's head. It's such nice telly. And just introducing a different mad priest each week. It was just oh, so good. Mate, I tell you what, do, do you know, you know, there's that, there, there's that priest character that is that like really boring and they really want yeah. to sort of, like, yeah. don't you just, you watch that and you think, I know exactly who this person is in my life. Like, <laughs> there is someone just like that. <laughs> yeah. When they're like, and he still, he came round anyway. Jesus, two <laughs> weeks in the attic. <laughs> Just so funny. Yeah, I can imagine everyone watching that thinking, "Oh, he's just like da da da." Like, as in, everyone's got that person in their life that they're probably, you know, what they're probably like very exciting people, like out you know to everyone else. But just the the interactions you have with them are so like mm-hmm. life, you know, soul destroying. That <laughs> meet me halfway, mate. Just please meet me halfway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, cool. All right. Did you guys enjoy that? Kyle, any last thought? No, we did a one word answer, didn't we? Okay, cool. Fucking zombies, right. mate. Zombie. I got a last thought. If you've been stuck in because of the coronavirus and you haven't been able to go travelling and you wanna you wanna go to India but you can't get there, just put this film on and you'll be there for two hours. You'll enjoy it. Okay, cool. Uh Dave, any last thoughts? <laughs> If you start drinking brandy in the morning, you'll probably get yourself into a great adventure. Okay, all right. <laughs> You've been listening to Drop the Popcorn. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye.